I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The file you are about to hear has been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Every night the winds and waves clash. Their wars rage for leagues round my weathered shell. Tides and torrents of rain. Cavalry at their front lines, thrust together, howling. Their shrieks overwhelm even the distant, ever-flashing thunderclaps. Three nights ago, a brewing brawl reached fevered pitch and large bodies of floodwater sprawled down my rugged depths. Roiling waters gush inside me and make company by day. But where will those captured waters go when the fight starts next? And it will start up, over and over again. I cannot see far beyond where I lie, for leagues upon leagues below ground. I do not quake at that thought. Somewhere, there, I end, and somewhere else, the sea begins. Beyond where she rolls and twists on every side. I stretch in anticipation. Two days ago, upon the beach, Two young wanderers, one large and one smaller, sunk through the sands and discovered where part of me lies, pacing over my chalky shale slabs and touching them with shaking, olive-toned tentacles. At least I think that is what they are. They end at rounded points and wriggle in two sets of five short lines. Now and then they're thin, supple digits pulsate upon my mighty, vertebral stalagmites. That sensation they give me is relieving and exciting. I first learned that sensation of rhythmic tapping digits from a lost sailor. He still rests deep within me, though hushed. Many moons ago, he too crawled inside my form, gripping my pitted underwater rock. His body shook a brief time after. It ceased. That shaking and ceasing, a kind gesture of his to be sure, it is like the sea's ripple where the fresh water meets my lips, or the courtship lockstep of love-struck arthropods inside my shielded coves. Life forms can be so perplexing, 
but enchanting. I can learn to be like them. I can imitate how he moved. To thank him, in a way, for visiting. Practicing with speleothemic verse, I mime his movements in vast undersea tremors for my two rare guests. As I repeat my sequenced steps and send vibrations through mineral veins, these two wanderers jolt and tremble. Are they cold? Why, then, have they ventured so far from home? and so ill-equipped. Sailors in their nautical contraptions happen past me every day. They do not dare venture, though they do seem prepared. If these two are sailors, they should wield the buzzing boxes and lightning stalks. Instead, for hours, they hold limbs and embrace. I shift deep below, boiling newly captured seawater with frictional heat, just for them. I hope they feel my warmth. Even the sea, she recedes. One day ago, the hundred-feeler chthonic swell found its way inside me. I have not seen this monster before, but I have felt it as it moaned. It must have charged forth from deep in the earth. Skulking through me, its vast form has nary much room to squeeze. Droplets coating my walls and ceilings steam in its presence, as if afraid. Those wanderers too must feel it. At first, they scurry for hours in my dim, hulking maze. Each time they think to rest, the smaller of the two pulls a bottle of copper fluid out of their dress and removes its cork. The two of them gulp it down together. I cannot gleam why they do this, but it seems to help. On one occasion, they find the bottle emptied and discard it with a crash. And then, the beast finds them. It bursts into a tight hole below them. Sediments of all size and manner shower the passage. It has wounded me. A body of salt water and plankton displaces into where the pair cowers. Backward, they scuttle. As the beast flounders, a boulder tumbles down and pins the large one beneath it. They call for the smaller flee. But the smaller one does not budge. Instead, they stay, watching with widened lookers. Salt water of their own falls in rivulets. They wipe them aside. Extending a trembling feeler, they caress the large one's head and feel the hazel-colored cilia that grows atop it. They crouch there for a moment. Finally, the small one flees. The large one looks back an instant, then stares forward. The beast, too, is stuck, but it will not be forever. 
it convulses. Its sweltering skin burns more now than when it appeared. Braying about, it raises its spiked head and bellows. My middle regions falter all around. I belch dust. The large one squeezes their lookers shut. Soon after, the beast, whose body dwarfs the large one by a factor of ten, frees itself. Gnashing its teeth, it sends down showers of spittle. Its maw gapes. And, like the lost sailor, the large one ceases. Though there is not much left to look at, except tiny pieces strewn about. While the beast savors its meal, my cragged facade waits, clad taut with worry over what I have felt. Will she not return? Not long ago now, in the black of night, the small one faces a dead end. A rising narrow grotto snakes above them, a way out. The stone, smoothed here by the rapids of once constant waters, now lies dry and bare. Panting and weary, they rest. The aether above illuminates the sky and sea. Through a small opening, lukewarm water trickles down, green with algae. It pools at the bottom. The small one jolts awake, as if to grant salvation. Her tide has risen, and water now spills down the passage to fill the area. Fighting the flow, the small one scrambles, losing their grip repeatedly. My walls grow slick and regrettably offer no purchase. Surface water rises at unforgiving speeds, forcing the small one to make haste. I know I cannot be too hospitable to life forms myself. That is just how I formed. But someday the sea returns to us all, as the smaller one now finds. Right before the rapids and surface water meet at the top of the cavity, the small one heaves an exasperated breath and kicks off. They dredge their body up, up, and away from me. In a minute, the deep sea gives way to lighter tones. Light claws through the depths and bands. For the small one, shock hunger, and exhaustion come all at once. Choking fits, too. They grow faint. And topple at the sandbank where I first met them, life still in their veins. Safe. With the small one liberated, I embrace the sea. She laps back, surrounding me. We bask in the light, in harmony.
Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, join my Discord community, hire me on Fiverr, or help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. The links are in the description. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharelight 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharelight 3.0. I'm Gregory Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki. And we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel, by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.